So we're going to have tonight another one of these Umud long stories in Brachas. This story, for the life of me, I cannot answer some basic kashas on this story. Like, it, it makes absolutely no sense what is about to happen. It's mamish bizarre. We are up to about eight, ten lines down into the into the Barhedja. Now, this story is going to combine a couple rules that we've been learning about dreams. Number one, all dreams go after the interpretation. Number two, the expanded version of that rule that we had last night. Last night, we saw that is not simply that if a dream is inexplicable, it, it goes after the interpretation. But even if a dream is interpreted several ways, each explanation can expand the dream. In fact, as we will see tonight, in contradictory ways. So there is this guy, Barhedjia. Now, there's a machlekas in the Mepharshim if Barhedja is a Jew or a Goy. Or if it's the Barhedja that we have elsewhere in Shas. I'll just tell you, for like the simplicity of our lives, it would be much better if this guy's a Goy. Because he's nuts, and he's ruthless, and he's, and he's so horrible. So it would be really nice if he's a guy, but that, you know, for, for full disclosure's sake, it's not so poshit. So Barhedja, Mafshir Chalmahavah, Barhedja was a dream interpreter. Now, he had a cute little policy. Mandiyoyevle Agra, if someone gave him payment, Mafshli Malusa, he would interpret the dream positively. Someone who did not give him payment, he would interpret the dream negatively. So that is a, you like that? That, that is a. I'll say it sounds like a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is a riot to the fact that, which means if there is a single objective truth, you got to tell the truth. Whether or not the guy paid you or not, you got to tell the truth. The answer is, when it comes to dreams, if your interpretation fits within the framework, then there can be multiple truths, in this case, based on how much the guy paid. So, so far... What's the criteria to get a dream interpreter? Well, good point. So, so the Mepharshim talk about that. Is it something you can learn? Is it basically, is it a chachma or a gift? So a lot of Mepharshim learn it's a gift, and you have to be born in a certain mazel to be able to interpret dreams. Which again, that's the easiest answer to tell you. Because otherwise, like, why can't I be a dream interpreter? You, you want me to fit it in with the, with the basic picture of your dream? I could do that. So why am I not a dream interpreter? So the simplest answer is, it's not a chachma, it's a gift. And it's a gift based on your mazel when you were born. So, so far, the story is quite explainable. Abaye v'rova chazuchalma. 
Abaya and Rava each had dreams. Now Abaya Yoiv Lezuza, Abaya paid up for Rava Yoiv Zuza. Rava did not pay. Why should I pay you? So, we are now going to go through dozens of dreams that Abaya and Rava had and how he interpreted it for Abaya and how he interpreted it for Rava. So the first set of dreams are psukim that Abaya and Rava both saw. Um, because let me ask you a question. When you need to go to a doctor, do you say he's a Jew? No, you go to the best guy. When you go to a car mechanic. No, I, I get the... Right, and I was like, you know, you, you, I'm, I'm going for the best guy. The better question is why Abai and Rav have to go anywhere. Because, the, like Moshe said, it's not, it's not a, it's not a chachma. Abai and Rav are probably bigger chachamim. It's a, it's a gift. So, so apparently, so as I said, apparently, after you're a dream teller, then you could do what you just said. But if you're not a dream teller, even though you're a smart guy. It doesn't help. You're you're not tapped in. But why do they need to know what the dream is? That is one of the unanswerable questions. Meaning, why can't Abai and Rava just follow the first piece of advice that the Gemara said? A halim that goes uninterpreted doesn't happen. And and we are going to see. It's going to. I'm telling you now. Spoiler alert. It is going to be geferlich. The consequences Rava is going to suffer. And it all came true, as we will see. And he didn't stop. Like so, one of the many questions that I can't answer, like such a basic question, is that question. So, Abaye Verov Chazachalma, Abaye says, "Oh, fine, we did this. So fine." Amri they told him, "Akrin Bechalman." We were read in our dream a pasuk from the Teichacha. The pasuk in the Teichacha says, "Sharcha Tavuach Leinecha." Your your ox will be. Shechted right in front of your eyes. L'rav Amar, posit eskech. That means you're going to lose your business. Your ox, your shah representing your money, your business, your business is going to be slaughtered. V'leyahani lach And a person sometimes when they're depressed, Grata, I think one of the main symptoms of depression is loss of appetite. So it says, V'leyahani lach lamecha mi'utzvedalibach. And, and you're not going to even have an appetite. You're going to lose your business. You're going to be so out of sorts, you're not even going to have an appetite. Labayam are the opposite. Yeah, your ox is going to be shechted because you're not going to eat. Because sometimes you ever, you ever get involved in a project that like you're making a lot of money or like you're really excited about. You're putting in 18-hour days, you're mamish excited about it. You forget to eat. You know, you munch a couple pretzels here and a couple water here, and like you push it, you push it, forget to eat. You're having such a good time. That's what he told Abai. He said, you are going to be so incredibly successful, you're just going to be on a high, like, and, and you're going to go on adrenaline, and you're not going to eat. Your business is going to be so expanded. You're not even going to want to eat. From your joy. So he took this, this posik that talks about your ox being shechted, i.e. your food, your inability to eat it because <coughs> it's shechted by the enemy. He spun it for Rava in a totally negative way and he spun it for Abai in a totally positive way. And that is what's going to happen for the next 10 psukim. Amrile, they then told him, 
By the way, if you're wondering, why did Abai and Rava have the same dream? So again, there could be divine providence over here. But if you want a rational explanation, they hung around all day together. They, they talked about the same topics all day together. So it makes sense that they saw similar dreams. Akron, we were read the following passage. Banum is tailored. The Teichacha says you will give birth to sons and daughters and they will be taken into captivity. Lerav Armalek, Kibishusei. Yeah, Pasik straight up. No explanation needed. Bad Pasik, that's what's going to happen to you. Labai Armalek, Tabai, he had to make a shtick over here. Labai Armalek, Banechu Bantech Nefishi. You're going to have so many kids. Uminsev in Bantech Alma. Your girls are going to have to be married out in the world, which means if a person has two, three kids, you could, and you're, you know, you're, you have a good name, you could probably arrange some super local shidduchim. You know, that's how you have like shidduchim with the neighbors. If you have very few kids, you could, you could perhaps arrange a super local shidduch, and that you really know, and, and you know, you're, you, you live on one block, your mechotin lives on the other block, your kids live somewhere in the middle, and they come to you for one seder and go to your mechotin for the other seder. If you have 15 daughters, chances are one of them is going to do an L.A. shidduch. You know, one of them may even do Eretz Yisraelik or England shidduch. So he told Abai, listen, you have so many kids. You're going to have to do some shidduchim that, that your kids are going to be married to Le'elenu, foreigners, like from Brooklyn. And you're going to have to, you're going to lose your kids, so to speak. <coughs> but that's like the most positive spin on that Pasuk. Your daughters are going to get married to the Welt. And it's going to seem in your eyes as if they're going into captivity. You know, captivity. Your kid married a Rechnitz. Okay, listen, you know, like, so fine, you're, you're a stranger at your kid's chasna. Or it's all part of a good framework. Akrin. Then they read the next passage. Your sons and daughters will be given to another nation. Tabai, a very similar, very similar type of, of, of explanation. So like this. Again, you're going to have a lot of kids. And you and your wife are going to have a <coughs> discussion. Your wife is going to say, they're marrying people from my hometown. They're marrying people that I know. You know, I want to take care of the Shadduchim. The Abaya, the father, is going to say, no, I want to marry to my Shadduchim, to my family. And Abaya is going to lose the discussion with his wife. You're going to want to marry them to your relatives. It doesn't mean close relatives. Distant relatives, people from your town. And your wife says, to her relatives, to her, to her landsmen. She's going to force you, surprise. And you're going to have to give your kids to her. So it's going to be the Habakamacher. It's going to be like they went to another nation. Rav said, You know what it means? Your kids are going to go to another nation? It means very, very nasty. Your wife is going to die. And her kids are going to be stepkids to another mother. To the hands of another woman. Your sons and daughters will go to a foreign nation. It's referring to a father's second wife, which, if you think about it, is like a hostile takeover. Like some mother had kids, had a family, never she died, 
and the, the husband, the father, had to do a second marriage. And like, you know, the famous story before the chuppah, the father took the kids in, they were crying. That like, you know, like uh, they're going to be taken over by another person. That is the horrible explanation he gave Rava. Next. Akram Mechamu, they read to us in the pas in that dream of the famous Pasik, Leich Echo Basimchalachmecha. Go eat with joy your bread. Again, La Bayarmalay, Marvachiskech, your business is going to be so successful. The Achlis Vishasis, you're going to eat and drink, and you're going to say this Pasik as like a motto, as an emblem. Ah, my life is amazing. Leich Echo Basimchalachmecha. Ah, Azugishmak, my life is so happy. I'm eating this meal in pure joy. Vikarisa Psuka, you're going to read the Pasik Mechedva Delibech from the joy of your heart. Lerava, according to Ravi, said the exact opposite. Pasadiskech, your business is going to go bad. You're going to lose your business. Tavachta, you're going to shecht, which means you're going to produce food. Vulechata, you're not even going to be able to eat it. Vishasisa, and you're going to drink yourself drunk. Vikarisa, and you're going to read this Pasik ruefully. Lefachuche Pachtach. You're going to read the Pasuk like in like a Zah Nebuch tone, like, Leichecha b'simcha mecha yeah, yeah, Continues the series. Akron, they read to us the following Pasuk, Zerah, Rav, Taitzi, It's again a Pasuk in the Teichecha. Your field is going to produce a lot of fruit, food, but it's going to be for naught because the grasshoppers are going to eat it. Nasan may translate that word differently. Zerav saw the the field is going to produce a lot of food. La bayar yeah. The first part of the pasuk is your main dream. Remember, So the main part of your dream is the first part of the pasuk. You're going to produce a lot. The second part of the pasuk, don't worry. Larav armalei may save. According to Rav, said no, no, no. The first part of the pasuk is the not real part. The second part, all your money is going to be eaten by grasshoppers. Akron, they then read the next Pasuk, you'll have a lot of olives in all of your property, and they will be taken. Labai said the good part. Ravi said the bad part. Akron, they then read another Pasuk to us in our dream. The Pasuk says everyone will see that you exhibit the Shem Hashem, and they will fear you. You know what's going to happen? Your reputation is going to go out. You're going to be a reshiva. And therefore, your fear will fall over everybody. You will cast a fear, meaning not a bad fear, but like a fear is a covet. The Rav Amar, Rav told him, you know, you are going to be exhibit A of why people have no faith in the system. What do I mean? The king's treasury is going to suffer a break-in. The king's storehouse, the treasury, is going to be itfar, broken into. And guess what? They're going to arrest you. And you are going to be arrested as the ganif in that case. And the Velt is going to say, you know, if Rav is arrested... You know, it's not even worth trying. I'm not even trying to be honest anymore. Look at Rava. He's Rava, and he got arrested for being a Ganif. You forget it. I give up. And that's what it means. Your name is going to go out there. People are going to feel like they're going to say, The Velt is going to make a Kavachemer from you. And, and says the Gemara, in the first clue that all of this happened, 
The next day, the king's treasury was broken into, and they came and they arrested Rava. So that's the end of part one, Psukim, that they both saw. Now, continues the Gemara, part two, pictures they both saw. But the same idea. Amrle, they said, Chazen Chasa, we saw lettuce. Alpumdani on the top of a barrel. Rashi says both Abai and Rava did business in the wine trade. So the, the barrel obviously represents their business, and what's on top of the barrel represents what's happening to their business. They saw lettuce on their business. So Labai Armalei, Abai told them, if iskach kechasa, your business is going to expand like a lettuce. A lettuce just layers and layers and layers and layers. It's just constantly expanding like your business. Kechasa, like a lettuce. Larav Armalei, marer iskech kechasa. Your business is going to be bitter, and i.e. not in demand, and, and you're going to go out of business like, like, like lettuce. We know lettuce is marer. Amlichazin bisra pomdani. The next dream they had, we saw meat on top of a barrel. Labaya Amale, Abaya said, Tabaya told, Basim Khamra, your wine is going to be so flavorful that people are gonna buy your wine to eat with delicious meat. And therefore everyone is going to come and buy from you wine and meat. Larava Amar, Rava he told, you know, in the Velt, if wine is like geferlach, you, you use it for cooking wine. So he told Rava, he said, your wine, meaning, and by the way, if you go to Semau, a bottle of cooking wine is like $3.99. If you go in the liquor store, a bottle of wine is like $23.99. So if you have to sell your wine as cooking wine, you're making very little money. So he told Rava, the Rava Amalei, takif chamrach, your wine is going to go bad. Va'asu kulialma, and the Velt is going to have to come, Lemizvan Bistra, to buy meat, Lemehalbe, to eat the wine with, which means your wine is no longer going to be sold as table wine, it's going to be cooking wine. Amri Levi then told him, Chazin Chavisa, we saw a barrel, Ditali Bedikla was hanging in a palm tree. So, Labai Amrle, Madli Iskach Kedikla, your business is going to be strong like a palm tree, big, tall, strong. The Rav Amri, your business is going to be sweet like a date. Date is the sweetest food. Now, if you ever got a really, 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 really good deal on something, then the seller is experiencing some type of problem. Either it's a bankruptcy sale, or it's like an end of season getting rid of your stock sale because he wasn't able to sell it, or the guy needs to raise cash quickly kind of thing. If someone walks away from your business saying, sweet, man, then you're a loser. You're losing money on him saying that. So according to Ravi, he said, yeah, your business is going to be as sweet as a date. Um, continues the Gemara. Amelie Chazen Rumna, we saw a pomegranate, the Kadchia Apomdani, that was floating on top of the barrel. Labai Amelie, Oshik Iskech Karumna, your business is going to be as multiple, you know, as multiplicitous, or whatever you say that word, as a pomegranate. Lerav Amri Kavi, there's a very, very strong tartness to a pomegranate. And, and that's not a pleasant experience. I don't want to do that again. So according to Rava, he said, your business is going to be tart like a pomegranate. Kavi is gech karumna. Amri Levi then told him, Chazen chavisa denafal abira. We saw our barrel, our business fall into a pit. 
that's a sign that your business is going to be in such demand, people are going to even be willing to jump into a pit for it. Your business is going to be in demand. Like, like the Welt says, equip. If a piece of bread falls into a pit, no one's going to find it. Meaning, of course, people are going to dive in after it. Your business is going to go bad. And you throw it into a garbage dump. And the pit represents a garbage dump. We saw Barhamra, a small donkey, that was standing on its two front legs, and braying. We know that a donkey is a sign of a king. David Amelech, when he wanted to anoint Shlem Amelech, he gave him a donkey. So, donkey is a sign of a king. King means Rashiva. And your front legs that is standing and announcing and braying is you're going to have your own spokesman, your own announcer. Rav, he told him, you know what it means, the donkey standing on only two legs? It means that Peter Hamor Gohit Meitfilech. So different sheets had explained this because it has an Afkamina Lalach. In your tefillin, it says, Kaddish call Casually called Pat Patrick, nothing new. Patrick, no, Patrick Hamar. Say the buzzer. I don't think it's a twelve. Whatever. Anyway, the pasuk and twelve that has Hamar, it's written Ches Mem Reish. That's in your twelve. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, so the the pasuk of of Hamar is written in your tefillin, Chaser. In fact, there's four times in the Torah it writes Hamar without a vav. He told Rava, your cipher originally wrote Hamar like you think it's spelled, Chesmem Vav Reish, then scratched out the vav. That's what he says, Peter Hamar, Gohit, was scratched out, Meitfilech, from, from your, from your, from your tefillin. Now, that therefore looks like two words, Cham, Ur. Because there's no vav in the middle, and therefore there's no word in the Torah ham er. So therefore your tefillin is possible. I'm like, what are you talking about? I saw my tefillin; they're fine. There is a vav there. I'm like, nope. Vav de peter hamar vade gahit meitfilech. The vav of peter hamar was missing; it was scratched out, and your tefillin are possible. Stage three. Now Rava came to him on his own. L'saif azal Rava l'chudei l'gabei. Rava went to him on his own. Omalei, he told him, Chazai, I saw Dasha Beraisa, the outside wall of my house, or the outside door of my house, Denafal, that it fell. Omalei, everyone knows a wife is a shmir, that's why she walks around the chasen seven times at the chasen. He said that means your wife is going to die. If your door falls, it means your wife's going to die. Your wife is going to die. Huh? Remember we said yesterday a repetitive dream comes true. I saw my teeth and my molars. The Nasser, they fell out. That means your sons and daughters are going to die. I saw two doves. A dove represents a Jewish woman. The parchin, they flew away. He goes, yep. You're going to divorce two other women. I saw 
two turnip tops. He says, oh, a turnip top, if you have a little bit of an imagination, looks like either a fist or a boxing glove. He said, you're going to be punched twice. Amli train kulpi, two punches, balis, you're going to absorb. So Rava started taking him seriously and said, listen, if I'm supposed to absorb two punches, probably I don't want to hang out in a bar because punches fly there. The safest place to go is Bismadrish. Not certain Bismadrishes. You absorb chairs there. So not certain Bismadrishes. Other Bismadrishes. I'm going to go to Bismadrish. Also, Ravu, Yema, Biyasa, Ben Bidrisha, Kuliyam. He's had Bismadrish all day. No one's going to punch me in Bismadrish. Well, Ashkech Hanu Tre Sagi Nahiri. He found these two blind guys. They got in a fight. Also, Rava Leprekinu. Rava went to break up the fight between these two blind guys. Now, they're blind, so they just punched whatever was in front of them. So each one of them punched Rava, not realizing that he was between them. And they punched Rava twice, fulfillment of the dream. They then reached up to punch him. Another time, Amri said, ah, I can't be, I'm enough, train chazai, I only saw two turnips in my dream. At any point in time, did he decide maybe I shouldn't go to this bar? Finally, Lesayf Asarava Igra. That's another kasha. Meaning, meaning, why didn't he stop? Why did he? It's unanswerable. Finally, Rava said, "You know, let me try paying him." Lesayf Asarava Vyayevle Igra. Rava went and gave him money. All of a sudden, Rava had amazing dreams. Somalei Chazay, I saw Ashisa Denafal. I saw the walls of my house fell. So he says, oh, you know what that means? You have so much money, so much stuff, your walls can't contain them. You will acquire property without bounds. Oh, by the way, I had a dream that Abaya's house fell down. And it's covered in dust. If you ever watch like uh, demolition videos, like you know, they demolish like a kingdom or one of these old buildings, like uh, the thing goes down and covered in dust. So he says, I saw Abaya's palace fall, Vikasian Avke, and it was covered in dust. I'm like, Yup. I'm like, Abaya Shachiv, Abaya's gonna die. Umasivase and his yeshiva, Asya Legabach, is gonna come to you. You are gonna take over Abaya's yeshiva. <coughs> Why does Abai have to get penalized here when Rava paid him the money? Like, well, how did Abai get into this guy's... I, I don't know, like, as if Rava would be happy with that? Oh, yeah, Abai's going to die? Yeah. Omelei chazaya padne dididi nafal. I said, uh-oh, I saw my own house fell. Vaasu kula'alme, and the whole world came, shaka labinta labinta, was taking my house brick by brick from the bricks that fell. Oh, I said, that's an amazing thing. Your shiurim, your shmaitza, are going to be spread out in the world. And you're, you're, they're going to be so out there. Everyone's going to come take a brick. They're going to come take your taira. And they're going to, you know, be starving for more of your taira. Two more, and then we'll stop. I saw that my head exploded. And my brains were falling out. So now, Baraj was challenged. 
because he's paying me money, have to make this good. How do I make a guy's head split open, his brain spilling out a good dream? He couldn't. I couldn't think of anything good. But at least what I'll do is make it pretty painless. He goes, you know what it means? It means your pillow is going to explode and the stuffing's going to fall out. So Amalei, Udri, the stuffing, Mibesajia, from your pillow, Nafik, it will fall out. End of the story. We will start tomorrow night with the resolution of the story. We'll continue with this tomorrow night. You see when the-